What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, welcome to Modern Day Debate. Um, My name is Carissa and I am going to be your host for today. I'm really excited to be hosting this debate on whether or not humans coexisted with dinosaurs. Um, So today we have our speakers, RJ Downard and Mr. Batman. So um, two people who have spoken multiple times on this channel. We're really excited to have them on. Um, We have also linked their um, websites and their social media below in the description. So if you really love them, definitely be sure to go check out their content in the description below. RJ, if you wanted to go ahead and start, what would people be able to find at your link? Oh, um, a variety of the old Troubles in Paradise postings, uh, three macroevolutionary episodes, um, assorted material. It's a a little baby website, nothing too fancy schmancy uh, on it. Uh, There's also, I think, links to uh, Evolution Slam Dunk, which can be found at Amazon. That's uh, my book on the reptile mammal transition. And then I will plug even bigger uh, the Rocks were there, uh, Jackson Wheat and I, uh, volume one of the work that's analyzing the Answers in Genesis uh, Answers books, and volume two will be getting out next year. So it's a major compendium breaking down uh, exactly how creationists screw up at the source methods level and misrepresent sources and suppress information, which is not a nice thing to do. Oh, gotcha. Well, thank you so much. And Mr. Batman, what would people be able to find at your link? Well, at my link, they'll be able to find MrBatman.com, where I teach science and apologetics for all ages. And apologetics is not saying I'm sorry for teaching the truth of the Bible. No, apologetics is understanding that without the God of the Bible, you cannot know anything to be true. So I have many different videos on there of myself personally, teaching about different scientific methods, different... um, Uh, definitional methods on how you can know things to be true, as well as other videos from other people about how you can know that the Bible is the perfect, inerrant, inspired word of the Creator to His creation, so we can know things to be true. Awesome. All right. 
we'll definitely make sure to go and check these speakers out. Um, so for tonight, our structure is going to be 10 minute openings. We're going to start with Mr. Batman, who is the affirmative, um, and then follow up with RJ. And then we're going to get into about an hour of open discussion, followed up by 30 minutes of question answer. So if you do have a question, make sure to fire it in the good old uh, super chat and we will 100% get to that question. Um, so be sure to do that. And without further ado, Mr. Batman, if you want to go ahead and start, um, the floor is all yours. Thank you very much. And I do appreciate you for having me one more time. Uh, I thank James for the invite and I thank you for being the moderator. Appreciate that. Um, I will say that, uh, again, I am Mr. Batman. I am a destroyer of false worldviews, but first and foremost, I'm a proclaimer of the Messiah of Jesus Christ. So we need to understand that it to understand exactly what dinosaurs are, when they existed, uh, how they existed and how they came to be. Then we need to look to the God of creation, the God of salvation, the God of the Bible. That means we've got to start at the very beginning. That's in Genesis. When we look at Genesis, Genesis tells us that God created in six literal 24-hour periods. We call them days. And he rested on the seventh literal 24-hour period. We call that conglomeration of days a week. We still use that today. So when God created, he created all land-walking, air-breathing animals, including man, on the sixth day of creation. So we can see that without the God of the Bible, there is no creation whatsoever. There is no animals. There are no dinosaurs. There is no man. There is no life without the God who is a living, loving, logical, lawgiver God. Now, people are going to say, well, dinosaurs aren't mentioned in the Bible. That's quite true. As a matter of fact, before about 1800, they were called dragons. So there are many different places in the Bible where the Bible refers to dragons and the, the word dinosaur would be inserted there quite simply and quite uh, synonymously. Have no problem with that whatsoever. We have different evidences from different cultures that actually would show us that that is quite so. Um, as a matter of fact, when we look at what the Bible says, we can trust it. See, I I'm go by what's called the theory of the justified true belief how you know things is a justified true belief in order to know where dinosaurs come from you have to be able to justify every piece of evidence that you're going to use that justification is your chain of evidence to know something to be true so when we look at dinosaurs we can see that dinosaurs while they are a kind animal and the Bible does talk about kinds different kinds of animals and again these this type of animal or kind of animal was created on day six of the creation week, then we can understand that there is a loving, living, logical creator God. Because these particular creatures, oh, my internet's a little bit wonky. I do apologize if I'm breaking up. I'm just locked up there for a second. Anyway, I think it's come back. Um, these particular creatures are designed with a particular function. Purpose. They have different information inside them. Uh, they have genetic code. All these are proof of a loving, logical, living God who created them with this information. Because information is specified complex arrangement of symbols that performs a function or conveys a message utilizing a transmitter, a receiver, and an agreed upon language. 
We can see, even by paleontologists today, that find dinosaur bones, such as Mary Schweitzer, who did about 10 years ago, found a T-Rex femur bone that actually still had uh, blood vessels and blood cells and soft tissue. Top, soft tissue. So once again, once we look at that, we see that there is a designer. We can see by looking at the fossils that these fossils had skeletal structures. They had internal organs. This is a, a designed self-replicating system that cannot be understood or explained without a designer and that eternal universal unchanging God who is that particular designer. I can see the rest of my time. All right. Well, thank Ooh. you so much, RJ. You can go ahead. You have about 10 minutes. Whoops. Okay. Oh, Let me get my timer on here because I want to be able to tap it myself. Eek. Ooh, come on. Get back to where the hell you were going. I feel like technology sometimes doesn't work right well, when you I, need I it to. Well, I swept the wrong thing. There we go. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Uh, stopwatch. There we go. There we go. Hit the wrong button on there. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'll point out that absolutely nothing we say here is going to make a damn bit of difference on anything. It won't change any of the facts. This is just a, a YouTube debate. The paleontologists, the scientific community out there, the ones doing the dinosaur research and paleoanthropology, none of them pay any attention to this stuff. <laughs> so all of this is real low-level stuff. Um, Mr. Batman, I was really expecting something more serious than what you've given here. Woo! Uh, it's a presuppositional argument that essentially says the Bible says it, therefore. Um, there's a long tradition in young earth creationism, starting from Dwayne Gish down to uh, the present day, of creationists attempting to show that humans and dinosaurs coexisted. And it's been a spectacular example of misrepresentation and failure. Uh, the uh, Paloxy River tracks that were being fomented in the 1970s, which John Morris and others finally went down there. Uh, John Morris of the Institute for Creation Research, he's still busy writing, uh, where he accepted, no, these aren't actually human footprints. The fact of the matter is that there are zero examples of dinosaur bones found in conjunction with any human beings or anything that is believed to have been contemporary exclusively to dinosaurs found next to human beings. How do I know this? A, because I read the general scientific literature and B, because I read the creationist literature, decades of it. If any such thing had ever been presented, wow, I would have been absolutely amazed and thunderstruck on it. But there are no such examples. Uh, some of the circumstantial arguments that are presented are basically cryptozoology things. Uh, you get uh, the supposed stegosaur in Cambodia. You get the uh, legends of people talking about dragons and other things. And there's actually a fascinating side topic of how possible dinosaur bones and not dinosaur bones, just any fossil uh, weathering out would get transmogrified as dragon tails uh, in uh, various cultures. Not all cultures have these things. Not everybody has bones and fossil horizons uh, that make use of that. Um, anyway, so I was expecting much more. You did hit the trope of the soft tissue matter. It is a misrepresentation what you just said. Mary Schweitzer, who is a devout Christian, is very annoyed at how young earth creationists are, oh yes, don't smile, uh, uh, is very annoyed at how her works have been misrepresented by young earth creationists. And uh, the fact of the matter, no, they were not finding huge blood vessels. Every single fragment of material presented, including the stuff from Mark Armitage, 
are microscopic, tiny, tiny little bitlets. The Armitage stuff on the Triceratops horn, which if you're not familiar with that case, a horn that probably isn't a Triceratops, that he thought was one, and he's supposedly showing that that's very new because it has uh, blood vessels and other material found. Uh, there's a whole side issue on that one, but Mr. Batman didn't even bring that one up. Um, uh, I hope we can get into a substantial discussion of what doesn't happen in the creationist side is that the attempts to actually deal with the actual fossils we have and where they live and under what circumstances how we can date them and that all of that occurs only in the science side and creationism has nothing beyond a light cartoon that makes proclamations about what they want to be true but has never been able to earn their place at the science table by their actual accomplishments uh, I too have only taken a few minutes and would be perfectly happy to let my time go and we can have a longer discussion because I have to get off to my evolution hour before seven o'clock. I have to set all that up. All right, sounds good. Um, we can go ahead into the open discussion and then follow it up with a question answer. Sure, sure. Well, you said I started off with a presuppositional argumentation. Actually, I'm not a presupper. I'm what's called a covenantial apologist. I know that we have a covenant with a living, loving, logical lawgiver God. Now, you mentioned science. Yes, I love science. I'm actually a science teacher. That's why I love science so much. Fossils of dino dinosaurs with humans. Why don't we find those? Well, that's quite an interesting question as well. But the fact of the matter is, it, even if we did find fossils of dinosaurs and humans together, you as an atheist would have some type of rescuing tool to try and oh, don't, remove don't that as a problem. Oh, don't presume what I would or would not okay. do, Mr. Batman. That's no another presupposition. No problem, sir. Now, once we talk about uh, the soft tissue, Mary Schweitzer, that's okay. We can, we can leave that off the table. But I want to talk about the design of a dinosaur. The dinosaur itself is designed to do what it does. It has a skeletal system. It has a muscular system. Mm -hmm. It has a circulatory system. Let's take ceratopsids. System. Shall we do that? I'm sorry, sir. I'm not familiar with that particular dinosaur. You does aren't? it have a skeletal system? Uh, so your, your notion about dinosaurs isn't actually uh, contaminated by any actual dinosaur data, but just a generic dinosaur? You couldn't tell a difference between a ceratopsid and a theropod, for example? Uh, probably not, sir, because there's only really about 50 different kinds of dinosaurs. Oh, really? How was that about, determined? I'm sorry. And who determined that? Hang on, hang on a second, sir. Hang on a second. Hang on just a second. Now, when we're looking at different dinosaurs, do the ceratopsis, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly as you did, does mm -hmm. it have a skeletal system and a muscular uh, system? How many, how, who determined these kinds? You're, you're putting evidence uh, in, in a testimony that we have not established. How, who determined how many kinds of dinosaurs there were and on what criteria? Well, sir, when we're talking about kinds, in order to determine what a kind is, would you agree that there is one kind of dog, that is, all dogs descend from the first two dogs? Oh, that's a species. We're talking descent. about dinosaurs. How many how okay. many species of dinosaurs are currently known? Irrelevant, sir. The fact of the irrelevant? matter is what we're talking about. Yes, sir, it's irrelevant. Do these dinosaurs, do they have multiple systems? And do I know you want to get to the... I know you want to get to the... Let's talk Let, multiple hold systems. Hold on, hold on, Let's talk about... Artie, just hmm? give, give, uh, give us a second. Um, we'll yeah. let Mr. Batman finish his point and you can respond. Okay. I know where exactly where he's going on this and it's going to be very generic. <laughs> okay. I'm How about it? Five so. minutes. Give your spiel. I don't have a spiel, sir. I have science. Oh, yeah, you do. Now, 
when we're talking about multiple systems, such as the skeletal system, the muscular system, the circulatory system, each one of these dinosaurs that you're going to appeal to, no matter what name you give it, sir, is irrelevant. They have irreducibly complex systems. No. The, the, the circulatory system itself is irreducibly complex. No. It has a heart, it has blood, and it also has uh, veins and arteries that carry the blood throughout the entirety of the body so it can actually do what it does. But this particular circulatory system is interdependent upon other systems as well. That's why it's irreducibly complex. It's irreducibly complex in its own right, but it's interdependent upon other irreducibly complex systems. That is, the circulatory system is dependent upon the muscular system. The muscular system is interdependent upon the skeletal system. So what causes all these systems to be there? What causes these traits for these systems? Or where does the information for these traits come from? Oh, okay, there's the end of it. Uh, okay, uh, we've got homeobox genes involved. We have cis regulatory systems based on those. Uh, uh, you've got bone morphological protein uh, genes. You have uh, sonic hedgehog genes. Uh, let's just take uh, the development of uh, skin integuments. Uh, both of those genes play a role in there. We can see their dynamics in basal archosaurs, uh, and then we can start moving into the early dinosaurs, which we only have fragmentary elements of precisely because they lived millions of years ago. Oh, oh, just as an insertion, you think all dinosaurs were alive only a few thousand years ago, right? Correct. They were alive okay. about 6,000 years ago. So uh, I, I still want to get back to this issue about the kinds. Yours is a very generic argument. Yes, all organisms have biology. You haven't actually studied any of the technical literature on the evolution of dinosaurian metabolism, have you? Oh, actually, sir, evolution is one of my favorite subjects. Oh, goody, then tell I'm, me about I'm, some of that. I'm Share sorry, with sir. us your knowledge One moment, on please. Do you mind not interrupting? Uh, again, I'm trying to answer your, your query here. Yeah. Again, I am a science teacher. And mm -hmm. I do so in a public school format. So yes, sir, mm -hmm. I'm quite familiar with the material. The fact so, of the so matter tell is, us about it. I'll be happy to if you'd let me. Thank you very much. The fact of the matter is, sir, is when you're talking about these particular organisms, whether it be a dinosaur or a dog or a, a, a bacteria, they are all irreducibly complex. They all have different systems that have to you're be in play. The trope. Multiple... That isn't what I asked you. I'm sorry, sir. Do you mind if I go ahead and finish what I had to say? And if then you, you don't can ask talk me about question. a dinosaurian metabolism, then you will have been just wasting I'm sorry, our sir, time. A metabolism, uh, metabolism, is that a particular type of system? An um, uh, irreducibly complex system is that? No, they're not now, irreducibly that would be, complex. Would that be an endotropic system, Please sir? discuss your understanding would that of be dinosaur an metabolism. System, sir? Please explain a, an example of a technical work that you have studied regarding dinosaur metabolism. I'm sorry, sir. Um, I don't need to have studied a technical work to understand that every single biological system without fail was created by a loving, living, logical lawgiver God. Now, sir, here's what I'm asking you. Again, do these dinosaurs, do they have circulatory systems and do they have a heart? blood and veins and arteries because if so right there that's just right there you've got three things that you have to explain which one of those things evolved first and how do you know okay now we're now we're way past dinosaurs all of the dinosauria will have had hearts they will have had but where did they, they come from what did, 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 did. now you let did, me did, 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 did. i love how you do that let me now answer, where did they come sir. from let me answer i'd sir. be happy to please now certainly your we have observed in the paleontology the development of the bone systems that give clues actually no about, sir we have oh, 
Now, hang on a second. We, you said something that's quite a lie, sir. That's a lie. We've never observed that. That is what? your uh, interpretation of the data. If we can just let RJ go ahead and finish his sure. are you telling? Are you telling me that you don't know anything about the, the uh, discipline of studying bone histology? I'm sorry, sir. You said we observed it. We uh, observational science, operational science, is something we observe in the here and now. We've oh, never no, the observed. Rocks were there. I'm sorry, the sir. Rocks Thank were you there. very much for waiting, sir. Thank you very much for waiting. I appreciate that. So when we look at different things, we look at them. When we do science, we do it in the here and now. In order to do science, you have to have certain necessary preconditions for science. Now, when we're talking about these particular systems. When you're talking about these genes, that's information. Where did that information come from for those traits? In order to have these traits, what is the, the powering system behind giving you these traits so that they can grow into something other than what they started off as? Because you seem to think that evolution is a thing. I'm going to tell you right now, sir, evolution is not a thing. You'll notice so far there has been zero discussion of any detail regarding the alleged topic that we are supposedly going to be discussing with dinosaurs. I will ask you mm -hmm. again, yes or no, are you denying that bone histology is a specific discipline with specific conclusions that can be drawn? Is that a science, sir? Yes. Are, uh, Great. Do you even know science what the word requires... histology means? Science requires uh, what's called the, the uniformity of nature. Yes, Histology. sir. Science requires oh. science requires the uniformity of nature. That is, all of the physical world working under uniform law-like patterns, such as natural laws like laws of gravity, magnetism, thermodynamics, chemistry, logic. Uh, all these different things are, are required for you to have this histology. I'm with so, you, Carissa. So once again, I would love to hear how you, you can know do what science. The word bone with... histology refers no, to. No, sir, I do not, and that's so fine with me. So how the hell can you tell anything at all? Let me explain what it is. Bones you, in sir. any organism produce rings of growth structure. This is yes, how sir, we can that's tell. Like trees. Just please let me talk here. I'm, I'm giving you ample rope to hang yourself. Now, bone histology relates to bone growth. We have got the systems that. Um, uh, reptiles, birds, mammals, any organism, the temperature rate is re reflected in the way the bone structures are occurred. There's a huge discipline of this relating to living organisms based upon direct observations, which can mm -hmm. then be imply, uh, applied to extinct organisms based upon that. Dinosaur, oh, metabolism, gotcha. dinosaur metabolism can be determined by those bone structures. And no, we sir. know, you can, yes, they can guess can. upon it. No, no, it's not guess. Uh, I'll tell you this. It's called I, inference, sir. Would you like Mr. to know what Batman, the scientific I term is? The scientific term there is inference. Mr. Batman, I strongly recommend you write your monograph up and you convince Why would any I want to of do the that, scientists sir? in the paleontological I don't need to convince anybody, sir. Right. I don't need to convince anybody, sir, because I'm well, asking you very you specific will. questions about the... You're, see, here's what the problem is. You're way up here and you mm -hmm. can't justify the foundation, which is right down here. You're saying histology but you can't justify how you can do science. You're saying uh, the bones, but you can't justify where that system, the Is skeletal system came from. I'm sorry, you, sir. Mr. I'm Batman. still talking. Thank you very much for waiting. Appreciate that. So once again, sir, when we're talking about these different systems and we're talking about a multiplicity of systems that are irreducibly complex. Now you're saying that these dinosaurs came about through the process of evolution. The whole topic that we're talking about tonight is that dinosaurs existed at the same time as human beings. 
Now, are you counting for a reason, sir, or are you having a seizure? I'm just kind of trying to figure because that out. Because I'm talking, I'm counting out how long you're repeating the same stuff over and over again, and yes, it sir. never the has foundation any connection will never to change. dinosaurs. Dinosaurs the, the, the have never, will never lived change. with human beings. You and have you zero that, evidence sir? that you can offer that they can. Actually, All I can you offer can do the is scripture. scamper off to irreducible complexity. And when I I'm try to get you off, to sir, relate to actual dinosaur, are you going to talk through what I'm talking? I guess not. Thank you. Now, I would I brought up ceratopsids for a reason. Those are the groups that include uh, triceratops. Uh, the idea that somebody can argue generically that dinosaurs and human beings coexisted when you know zip about dinosaurs, you can't tell a ceratopsid from a theropod, you have obviously read nothing at all about any of the biological work that's been done over the last 20 years in relation to dinosaur metabolism and its connection to biology, as well as to connection to archosaurs on the regulatory systems, on the nervous systems, on the, the mm -hmm. brain structures, because we have systems. actual they have systems. They have brain structures? They, they have, have systems. Of, of multiple, dinosaur they have multiple systems times. like this. Where do all these systems come from, sir? If you have a multiple systems, it comes from systems. somewhere, and I don't need to know that. In oh, order you don't to need to know. Dinosaurs. Oh, there we go. So you don't know where these systems come from. No, Is that I what didn't you're trying to get that. to, sir? But yes, you I, said you I, said you don't need I to know. So that implies here? that you don't need to know. So can do you know, sir, position? where these systems come from? Yes, state your position. Where do these systems come from? I will state my position. Dinosaurs we know come into existence sometime around 200 million years ago. How do you know that, sir? Just, 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 just. How do you know that? You said you know it. How do you know because it? Knowledge is a justified true belief. Years of remember remember when I said justified true belief, sir? Carissa, remember when I said justified true belief? Or what? I, I do think that, RJ, let's give you um, an, a, a, some time to finish your point. Mr. Batman can respond, and you will be uninterrupted, Mr. Batman. But, RJ, go ahead and finish your point. Yeah, I, I, uh, the Trumpian routine is very tedious. We've got, <laughs> I know that Mr. Batman doesn't like the last 150 years of geology. We can stipulate that he lives in a fantasy world of pseudo-chronology, fine and dandy, boop. It is, however, the general scientific view built upon that, that dinosaurs have been around for about 215 million years. That's when they first make their appearance. <laughs> however, their biology came about before that, is a fascinating question that will lead us all the way back into archosaurs and into basal uh, uh, amniotes, and that is a huge topic. That's not the question we're talking about here. We're talking about once dinosaurs appeared, even if by a miracle of God, Marduk came down and pronounced there shall be ceratopsids and made them all irreducibly complex. That could have been the case. I don't think it was. We're talking about what happened next. Now, I am putting forward the idea that you have not the foggiest clue of what was going on with dinosaurs from Eden to Ararat to now. And I'd like to discuss actual dinosaurs, actual model, to see whether there's anything other than a cartoon fog bank for this creationism of yours. Can we do that for the remainder of the show? Discuss this? I would love to, sir. So since we're going to be talking about dinosaurs, which have a multiplicity of systems, then we have to go to the creator who created them and designed them. Would you say, sir, that these particular multiplicity of systems in these dinosaurs, that they happened by random chance and happenstance? Because You're that is the whole thing, sir. Yes, sir, Please we are. describe the pre-flood world for me. If I were to go back just before the flood, let's say 100 years before the flood, 2450 mm -hmm. BC, somewhere around in there. Please describe the world that we would now call Washington State, where I live, British Columbia, 
Alaska, Canada, that place, what was that going to look like in the pre-flood world? Give us a picture, a picture of that. Well, it probably would have been a green and lush world. It probably would have been a higher oxygen content. Do I know exactly? No, Where sir, I don't. It? Because I'm sorry, sir. I'm still talking. Thank you very much. So, again, we don't know exactly how that was because, again, we can't do science on it. Science is observable, testable, repeatable. Operational science works that way. You're working in a fantasy world of your own making, sir, that is your belief system. It's called your religious dogma. I'm talking about science, sir. I'm talking about how we can do the scientific method. Now, we understand that each and every one of these fossils, each and every one of these dinosaurs that you're going to appeal to, is a multiplicity of systems, such as a circulatory system, a nervous system, a respiratory system, a skeletal system, and on and on and on. We could do this forever, sir. But the fact of the matter is that is the foundation. Because in order, to, to, in order for you to say that no, uh, again, dinosaurs and man did not exist together, then you would have to be able to have a justified true belief of that. You've already told me you don't know. I, sir, do know because I have the word of the living God right well, what, here. What, what did I say I didn't know? You said you didn't know how it got here, sir. How oh, does no, all I time didn't space... say that. I oh, said you didn't. I don't need to know how you it don't came need to know, but do you know, sir? But do you know, sir? With human beings. But do you know, sir? But yeah. do you know? Yeah. Oh, really? How, how did they get here? How did time, space, and matter? How did living organisms get here? Oh, how did this oh, oh, irreducibly oh, complex oh, oh, oh. Now, system get now here, we're sir? more origins are bust. But I'll, I'll say, for in terms of the audience watching this, what Mr. Batman is doing is very typical. All anti-evolutionists eventually scamper back. Anti-evolutionists? No, sir. This, this I'm not anti-evolutionist. This debate was not about the origin of metabolism in dinosaurs. If it was, I would have prepared for that, and I would have been happy to discuss it. We were discussing explicitly the subject mm -hmm. of where dinosaurs coexisted. That is a temporal frame. Nothing exactly, at all sir. about dinosaur who metabolism. Who created dinosaurs and who created man? Because man and dinosaurs were created at the beings. same time. Man and dinosaurs were created on the same day. I've already According made that claim, sir. According to your mythology, yes. I'm sorry, sir, not mythology, because without the God of the Bible, you can't do the scientific method. In also order for you to do any science whatsoever, track. in order for you to do any science whatsoever, here's what you need to have, sir. You need to have a living, loving, logical, lawgiver God that can give you laws of nature, like laws of physics, laws of chemistry, laws of biology, laws of mathematics, laws of logic, these laws are eternal, universal, and unchanging. And because of the law of cause and effect, which is another one of these pesky laws that don't change over time, then you have to have a lawgiver that doesn't change over time. In order for you to have, again, dinosaurs, you have to have the God who created dinosaurs. And when did he create them? On day six of the creation week when he created man. That's how we know that God and man create was created together because of this book right here, sir. Can I say something now? I don't know if you can or not, sir. If you're asking oh, yeah. permission, I'll that would be you, may is, I. That Mr. would actually Batman be the teacher in me trying to teach you how to speak English. Mr. Oh, 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 shucks there. I tell you, I'm just a little old rube out here from Spokane, Washington. When I go down That's to the right, store. That's all right, sir. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. Don't, don't, don't worry. I can help you. Don't be too on me. Anyway, as I was about to say, Mr. Batman illustrates the reason why creationists have contributed absolutely nothing to paleontology for the last 150 years. I wanted to discuss the ceratopsids. 
which are the triceratop groups, and there's a Go broad right range of them in their in their family that originally start out as titacosaurids, small bipedal creatures with the first traces of their uh, neck they frills. They have to increase in complexity over time. Can you let time? me finish a goddamn sentence, sir? Oh, now you're taking the Lord's name in vain. Ooh, which I thought you didn't believe term. in God. If you don't believe in God, why do you take his name in vain? Why don't you say Santa Claus, damn it? Hmm? Uh... Veering off of the subject, I will get back to my subject about Satakasaurids. <laughs> the Satakasaurids existed in Asia. They originate the earliest protoceratopsids that look like little miniature ceratopsids. Uh, they're known in Asia, and they spread across the land bridge into North America during this period, or what would eventually become the thing we would call North America. Everything on most what we think of as the West Coast didn't exist you at know that, that time. That May I finish what I was about to talk about here? Then, sure. Finally, we Go get the full ceratopsids appearing, a full ceratopsids appearing in North America, and one genera uh, spills magic. over yeah, into Asia. We have all of this based on the paleontological material. There's a yeah, large magic. amount of historical material on this. We can uh, look at uh, their uh, coexistence with the early angiosperms. There's a battery of teeth that we see developing in ceratopsids that permit them to have their various range. But what's interesting about them? is they're very limited because there was an, a, a seaway that went up through North America at this time. So there are literally no ceratopsids known from eastern part of the United States because they can't get there. None from South America because South America had detached by that time as uh, uh, plate tectonics is continuing up. We have a large biogeographical framework that accounts for all of this stuff in very great detail. And there's a huge amount of technical literature on this. I follow this because I'm interested in it. When we move over to creationism land, Literally, all we get are the Mr. Batmans. There is no way that they have ever been able to assemble a pre-flood world. There's absolute confusion on their part. Some of them think that the pre-flood world looked like Pangaea. Some of them think it was Rodinia, which is the supercontinent before Pangaea. And they think Pangaea was generating uh, in, a, in a tiny time frame after the flood. That's the Creation Museum uh, version of it, the uh, uh, Ken Ham's Creationism Museum. I have read you ever been the there? creationism literature. I Have probably there? read more of the creationism literature than Mr. Batman does. And Have I know that there? they have never been able to construct any theoretically plausible, within their own framework, paleo world, anything at all even remotely. According to whom, sir? According to, the to whom? The ones that I can read in the technical literature. According so, Mr. to Mr. Batman, have at it. Tell us about the paleo world, which you so far have shown no indication of. Actually, sir, I've actually shown that you cannot justify your position in any fashion or form because what we're talking about are a multiplicity of living organisms. And these living organisms, these living organisms, once again, sir, are designed to do exactly what they do. They have information contained within them. What causes the information to be there, sir? What causes this multiplicity of irreducibly complex systems that are interdependent upon other irreducibly complex systems? What causes these systems to be in play? What causes these laws that these systems depend upon, such as laws of chemistry, laws of physics, laws of cause and effect? Where do these laws come from? Because, sir, I'm going to tell you right now, the reason I started off telling you that, again, the Bible is how we... Let me go ahead and lower my volume until I'm done talking. Again, sir, in order to know that, th that anything like this even occurred, you, the whole topic is about how dinosaurs and man were created on the same day. And how can we know that? Because without the God of the Bible, sir, you cannot know anything to be true. The fact of the matter is, and this is it, this is it in a nutshell, 
in order to have any living organism, anything that begins to exist, needs to have a cause. Now, sir, this is called the law of cause and effect. I know you don't like laws of cause and effect. I know you don't like laws don't at all. Don't tell me what I that's like okay, or not. Sir. I don't really Batman. care. The fact of the matter is, sir, when we're talking about laws, such as the laws of cause and effect, the laws of science, it's what's called the uniformity of nature, which you don't seem to know much about. The uniformity of nature is necessary for you to be able to claim any of these things at all. Laws of logic, you get to a period, laws of physics, know. laws of cause and effect. What causes them to be? Because, see, you're saying that all these dinosaurs just poofed into existence no, out of nothing. Not. Do you believe in magic? No, I don't. Great. Then what caused them to be, sir? What just, caused the first you, living organism to be? When I was talking about the I'm sorry, sir. What caused the first living foods? organism to be? Because here's the whole crutch of the situation. I'm trying God to get a created, into your and diatribe. when God created, He created every living thing according to its kind. Now, I've already pre prefaced that as that the entirety of my argument that the Bible is perfectly true. It's how we know things to be true. And Let you're making all these knowledge claims and you've already said you don't know. So if you don't know, so you can't tell you me I'm wrong. You know why? Because you don't twice. know. Carissa, can I ask you a question? Please do. Have you learned anything at all about dinosaurs so far from Mr. Batman? I think he might be coming at it from a little bit of a different angle. <laughs> Indeed, that's exactly what he's coming at it. He's coming at it from an exceptionally generic anti-evolution position. You could substitute yes, any I organism am. that ever existed, and he would be giving yes. exactly the same argument because he yes, gives exactly the same argument over and over and over again. And I it's sure completely do. disconnected from the actual paleontological okay, reality. Okay, then again, I if you're going to say... Can I get a sentence if you're in gonna, here If you're going to say that I am wrong, sir, how do you know where they came from? In order to declare that I'm wrong, that means you know what caused them to Take begin. Take out your I'm Bible telling, and I'm swear telling, upon I'm it. you got right a Bible now, there, That the God of the Batman. Bible created man Take and dinosaurs on the same day. I know that to be true Take because of the God of the Bible. Bible. You're saying you don't know. So, sir, if you don't know, how are you going to claim to me that I'm wrong? I'm trying to find out why you think I don't know that? Are you claiming that I'm supposed You've, to be amnesiac? You said it multiple times that you don't know, sir. You said you don't know. Let, let, no. let him answer. Sure. If you, do, if you do know, sir, I would sure love for you to tell me how I, you know. I am sorry. I pay attention to the geologists. I read their technical papers. Mm. I read the, the interlocking How do they know, sir? Do, do they know where time, space, matter came from? Can you let me finish a sentence? Sure, go right ahead. Are you Mr. Trump or are you Mr. Batman? Oh, I could be, sir. I could be Mr. Trump. I like him as well. Oh, the that, fact of the matter is, is, sir, when we're talking about reality, when we're talking about how God I'm created, the God created man on the same here. day as he did it is dinosaurs. No surprise I'm making that, that claim Mr. because Batman I know things to be true. Do you know where that comes from, sir? What? I said, sir, that I'm making a knowledge claim. I <laughs> know something, a justified true belief. That's what knowledge is. That's why I prefaced my, all my entire first argument was justified true belief. Justification mm -hmm. is my chain of evidence. My chain of evidence is the loving, living, logical lawgiver God who put everything in play. Now, sir, if you're going to claim that man and dinosaurs did not exist together, then you seem to have an idea of where dinosaurs and all life originated. So where did Don't the life come from so you could have dinosaurs, sir? Again. Let me ask you a question here because were you listening? Were you going to answer mine first? Oh, you... Yeah, Are you going to okay, answer mine first, sir? Where does life come from? Where did dinosaurs come from minutes, so you could I'm have this argument? Him. Give him five minutes to say his spiel, and I'm going to ask the question that I'm trying to ask here. I will time him here, and uh, 
There we go. You know Give him five minutes ahead. uninterrupted to go on whatever he thinks he's talking about, because obviously he doesn't want to pay attention to what I'm saying. I asked you already, sir. I need to know, according to you, what was the first cause of dinosaurs? What caused life? What caused living organism? What caused these irreducibly complex systems and multiplicity of these irreducibly complex systems? And how do you know? You said you don't need to know. That's, ir that's irrelevant, sir. I don't care what you need. I'm caring about what your knowledge is. Do you, do you know where dinosaurs know, come from? Do you need to know how the universe began before yes, you sir, decide whether to cross a, a crossing against the stoplight no sir but in order to know that there is a stoplight okay. do you I need, need to know, to know that it how life in the real originated world time. That to measure be the, the number of ALUs now, sir, in if our you're going to understand that the universe is time space and matter and that's where the the stoplight that you're talking about exists that's where dinosaurs exist where did time space and matter come from so you could have dinosaurs see you're looking uh, uh, carissa what you're seeing here is the ultimate in origins or bust reasoning that it's impossible for Mr. Batman to actually discuss any of the data on dinosaurs. Dapper Dino had exactly the same problem the with him because he doesn't know anything about dinosaurs. His is in a presuppositional. Data, you'd have to Again, have of sir, logic, like can you please let me finish the sentence? The Where do those come from? Carissa, is he stomping on my sentences or what? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let RJ finish and then Mr. Batman sure. can respond and then we can actually go ahead. To I'm willing questions. to give you five minutes to repeat your statements over and over again as though it's going to make sir. any difference. Let me please get back to what I was trying to do on my train of thought. What we're dealing with here is Go ahead and return to your religious extreme, dogma, sir. Go right ahead. We're getting into extreme presuppositionalism. He doesn't like to use the word presuppositionalism, but he wants a proprietary use of terminology. Sir. There you're doing it again. Well, you're telling me I am something that I am not. Can you I'm mute not a presuppositionalist, sir. I, try to I am talk a here. covenantal apologist. If, if we can just let him um, talk for sure, a little bit. Sure, go right ahead. But when he says something about me and it's wrong, I'm going to correct it. I'm not Could a presuppositionalist. I'm a covenantal he... apologist. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, his use of terminology is very specific. P terms mean whatever we use them to mean. If you decide that presuppositionalism means a very specific thing, he... His whole argument is presuppositional. The book, the God book says, therefore it is true. The book says critters are made on day six, dinosaurs are into that category, therefore they existed at the same time as human beings. That's a presupposition. He may not fall into a particularly doctrinal version of air quotes, capital presuppositionalism, but from somebody outside of his frame, that's what he's doing. And it's extremely annoying for him to think otherwise. The point I was making about why I don't need to know how the ultimate origins of things are is because that's exactly how science has progressed. It was the, uh, the very insights of Darwin and Wallace in the 19th century that realized they don't need to go down the rabbit hole of figuring out where life originated or where the universe exaggerated. They can look at the things we can see and work backwards from that. That has continued all the way into the dinosaur paleontology. You want to know where dinosaurs came from? They came from a whole group of almost dinosaurs in the archosaur frames that were existing, Ligosuchids and others in the period from about 220 million years ago. There were a lot of small bipedal critters with little teeter-totter bodies like this, and they were starting to be Become more and more dominant in the changing climate. The, the early mammals that were also appearing during this period, which had a huge long history of therapsids, I wrote a bloody book about it all. Let me get it out here without yanking my. Uh, yeah, that would be called your religious dogma. Um, on the reptile mammal transition, um, that went even back farther, but the climate was shifting. 
So now you had the early dinosaurs taking into play, <laughs> and one particular group finally developed, fully developed uh, um, uh, limbs. They all had genes, they all had homeobox genes, they all had bone morphological protein. We can work out in principle, looking through bird uh, genes, uh, in fact, what was going on inside of dinosaurs because those are their living descendants, which is a great advantage because we don't have the living descendants oh, directly Lord. of ceratopsids and others. That, so when we're talking about where those dinosaurs came from, the very earliest dinosaurs are so generically similar as this basic teeter-totter form. It's only after the Triassic mass extinction, which, by the way, was triggered by a, a, the opening up of the Atlantic Ocean in the, in the central Ag uh, Atlantic Magnetic Province. This was about 215 million years ago. Disrupted the uh, thing, carbon dioxide, huge global warming. It was a drop in oxygen levels. It was, it's all measurable in the rocks that Mr. Batman thinks you can't do but the rocks were there, we can measure all of their properties of it, that then the dinosaurs started to proliferate. And only in the Jurassic period do you really find so many of the very distinctive critters that you see. And we were talking about Jurassic Park earlier. The critters that you see in that movie are almost all Cretaceous, millions, tens, hundreds of millions of years after um, of the earliest dinosaurs. We can trace their developing, spreading lineages, their adaptations as they start moving into new niches, their gradual transformation, larger and larger sauropods from the prosauropods and all the rest. And so we can trace directly the cetacosaurids to the protoceratopsids to the ceratopsids and their proliferation in particular lanes. Next to which all Mr. Batman has is his talking about irreducible complexity, not even Michael Behe, the big irreducible complexity guy, claims anything about the dinosaurs is irreducibly complex. I read his stuff. Nobody that I've even seen in the creationist community is making that argument. And if you have a technical paper from sub-creationist, Sanford or others that's trying to argue that, please shunt it our way. I'd like to see it. I don't need a paper, sir. I just have you the evidence. You never have needed paper. The evidence is a fact that all time, space, and matter had a beginning. These dinosaurs had a beginning. When you're talking about the very first ones that had this teeter-totter structure, that is a designed feature. These designed features had to have a designer. Even if you want to go back to the very uh, uh, beginning, sir, the beginning of time, space, and matter. Are these dinosaurs made of time, space, and matter? Sure they are. Where does time, space, and matter come from? You can't tell me that. Where do the laws of nature come from? You can't tell me that, sir. The fact of the matter is what we are talking about Oh, let me go ahead and just lower your volume. Again, sir, what we were talking about is the fact that these dinosaurs were created on day six of the creation week in exactly the same way that man was created because God created them. He designed them to be exactly what they are. The fact is, sir, and this is what you don't like. The fact is, is that your religious dogma that cannot be proven in the real world in real time, scientifically speaking, because you can't even do science. You can't justify how you can have the law of cause and effect, the laws of chemistry, the laws of biology, the laws that give you these irreducibly complex systems like blood. Blood itself is irreducibly complex in its own right, yet it is dependent upon the heart which pumps it. It's dependent upon the veins and the arteries which takes it in there. But that system itself is interdependent upon the skeletal system, the muscular system, the endocrine system. There's so many different systems there, sir. Yet you're just going to say they poofed into existence and you don't need to know. I really don't care about your ignorance, sir. Your ignorance is quite astounding of the subject. Now, you said lots of big words and you let use lots of terminology. Uh, sir, I am going right down to the elementary foundations 
The foundation of the entire argument was that man and dinosaurs walk together at the same time. How do we know that? Knowledge is a justified true belief. I made that claim early on as well, sir. Now, if you don't agree with that statement that knowledge is a justified true belief, that's on you. I don't really care. The fact is I can justify everything that I say because I know science. I know laws of nature. I know laws of logic. And I know that these dinosaurs were created irreducibly complex, that these dinosaurs are specifically designed for their particular environment. Why do you think they no longer exist? Because once their environment changed due to the flood of Noah, which happened about 4,500 years ago, and yes, they were on the ark as well, that man caused the rest of them to go extinct. They weren't designed for the particular environment that they found themselves in after the flood. So once again, sir, I'm simply going to ask the same question I've asked since the very beginning. If you're going to say, you know, that dinosaurs and man did not live together. How do you know that? That's a justified true belief. You can't tell me where dinosaurs come from. You don't know. And that's why you won't even attempt to answer the question. The fact is, sir, I do know because the God of the knowledge, the God of the Bible is the God of knowledge. That God of knowledge says this, that for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. This is Romans chapter one, starting verse 19, if you'd like to look this up, sir. For what can be known about God and all of creation is plain to them because God has shown it to them, namely his eternal power, his divine nature, hold on to this one, his invisible attributes have been clearly perceived, clearly seen ever since the creation of the world. Well, how do you make an invisible attribute clearly seen, clearly perceived to its environment, sir, to everything in its environment? Oh, yes, because you can't explain it without the God of which created it. He says, sir, we have these laws of nature, such as laws of chemistry, biology, physics, logic, mathematics. You can't tell me where they come from without an eternal, universal, an unchanging lawgiver God. Yes, sir, if you're going to hold up that clock, I'll go my entire five minutes. I have no problem preaching, sir. I, I'm a street preacher. I do this professionally. Don't worry about me. So once again, if we're talking about the reality of reality, reality is time, space, and matter. Time, space, and matter requires a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, all-powerful, all-knowing, loving, living, logical, lawgiver, Elohim. That's the God of the Bible, sir. Now, you made a claim that man and dinosaurs did not live together, yet you do not know where dinosaurs come from. That's a knowledge claim, sir. I would love for you to justify your knowledge claim of where dinosaurs come from so you could know that man and dinosaurs did not exist at, sim at the same time simultaneously. I have justified my position, sir, that the God of the Bible created. He did so in six literal 24-hour periods. We call them days. He rested on the seventh literal 24-hour period. We call that the Sabbath. We call that conglomeration of days a week. We still use that to this very day. So the fact of the matter is, sir, I have justified my position. You have no done nothing but given me your religious dogma of which I am not interested in. Now, if you want to use all kinds of lovely words, that's fine by me, sir. I don't really care. But what I'm talking about is truth, reality, science, cause and effect. Where do those things come from, sir? And there you go. I'm at my five minutes. Okay. If Golly, if gosh, that was fun. Just Can I ask you a question, Carissa, as, <laughs> as the observer here? Uh, when I was asked where dinosaurs came from, do you think I gave an answer to that? Yes. Uh, so when uh, uh, Batman said again that I didn't answer it, 
and then said again that I didn't answer that. Would you, you characterize that it, as a correct statement or not? I think that's something that the viewers can decide. <laughs> you have not answered it, sir. You said that dinosaurs came from dinosaurs and that they came from the first no, dinosaur. No, no, I came I said from the almost. So, what would an almost what, dinosaur What's an almost like dinosaur, sir? What's an almost dinosaur and where does that come from? I'm asking you. What's an almost dinosaur and where does that come from, sir? That's not I'm my claim, you. that's yours. Can you, can I'm you telling conceptualize you that, I'm, in your sorry, head I'm sorry, sir. What you said that dinosaurs came from almost like. dinosaurs. What is an almost dinosaur that's and how do you I'm know where it came from? I just described what it was. I'm sorry, Didn't you sir. listen? You ascribed you listen to, to what it was people? from your religious dogma without a what justified is, please, please position. Explain. You have no chain of evidence. Mr. Batman, you have Mr. Batman, I'm going to be, I'm going to be direct here. You don't know what you're talking Mr. about. Mr. Batman, shush. I want to ask you, please summarize what I said I'm sorry, sir. about... I don't care what you want to ask me. You've yet to answer a single question I, I've asked you. What Mr. is an Mr. almost Batman, dinosaur and, and where does you, it you come from? You are a blowhard. You're a very arrogant, ignorant person who imagines sorry, that he yes, knows I'm very way arrogant. more than he does. I seem that way because I have the truth and you do not. That's why I seem arrogant. Chris, because I, I want to ask you a question again. So <laughs> once again, sir, where did the first almost dinosaur come from and how did again. you know Could that? You put him on mute? Go for it. You can ask a question. Okay. So uh, was this topic about the origin of the metabolic systems of dinosaurs? Uh, no. No, sir. It was not. Just it was kiss about I'm sorry, sir. Uh, you and I are having this discussion, and since you won't talk to me, I'll just talk at you. The oh, fact you have been is, talking sir, at what me is from the very beginning dinosaur, of this debate, and where did Mr. it Batman. come from? <laughs> you have been, t and, and this is not unusual behavior for you. This is how you debate everybody. You yes, have sir, your is. pattern structured, you have your presuppositional parade of irreducible complexity, information, okay. blah, so blah, blah. Are you going to be able to tell me where all those dinosaurs come I gave from you, you know five minutes of uninterrupted nothing. And you won't let and me. And you still talk won't answer the question. What is seconds? an almost dinosaur, and where does it come from? Can I, I describe what really it would fast. look like? One second. You described. Um, you described something Batman. from your mind, a fantasy. One second. Yes, one second. Are um, you telling me that Lagosuchids don't have specific anatomical characteristics? Yes, ma'am. What was your question? Um, are you guys okay with us? Uh, since Mr. Batman started off, we can have uh, RJ finish up. He can give his like ending. Um, it's sure. like ending, you know, little speech. And then oh yeah, we'll... let's let 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 this is going nowhere. So let's get to the questions. Okay, if we if you want to do that. Yeah, I, I think everybody that. knows what our positions are on this. <laughs> okay. Let's not bore anybody further with that. Let's we get do, to Q and A. Do, if you do want to say anything since um, Mr. Batman started. No, I, I I think my positions are pretty damn okay. clear. Okay. So let's get Very and good. it's six ten here, and, and, and I've got too. probably another half an hour, thirty five minutes to Perfect. be able to play around with before I got to go and prepare my own show. Wonderful. All right. First one is from Stupid Horror Energy. Thank you for the donation. Why does Mr. Batman think Xiotingia is classified as a dinosaur by major creationist group Answers in Genesis, but as a bird by their sister group Creation Ministries? I have no idea. You'd have to ask them. I do know that there's only about 50 different kinds of dinosaurs. When you look at where any life comes from, all life that's temporal that had a beginning and will have an end had to come from an eternal, universal, and unchanging lawgiver God. So any life that you're going to appeal to, be it dinosaur life or life that we observe today, had a source, a cause. The cause of that life had to be living. Since we are temporal beings, whatever caused 
temporal life has to be eternally living. That's gotcha. called the law of cause and effect. Now, my comment on that question is the reason why they're in confusion is because creationist baromenology doesn't make sense. It is ad hoc and absolutely useless. And so they just flail around and can't agree on a damn thing. But Mr. Batman doesn't even bother reading the baromenology literature. He's too far. He, he's way down below even Kent Hogan level. All right. Um, next one is from Jonathan DePew. I'm curious if Mr. Batman worships the Bible because he is sure seems to hold that book above the God revealed in Jesus Christ. Actually, I don't worship the Bible. I worship the God of the Bible. And you know what? The God of the Bible created bats. And I love bats. You know what? When you look at whatever is, anything Thing in the physical world, all time, space, and matter, be it dinosaurs or bats, they all had a beginning. Anything that has a beginning must have a cause. That's called the law of cause and effect. In order for you to have anything that's living, it had to come from something that's living. That's called the law of biogenesis. All life only comes from previous life. That was actually discovered by Louis Pasteur in the late 1920s. So if you'd like to uh, study that more, that would be lovely, Mr. RJ. Oh, I have, actually. I'm a great admirer of Pasteur. Darwin was a great admirer of Pasteur, uh, and apparently the feeling was kind of mutual. At any rate, Pasteur warned back in the 1860s, as I recall, doing exactly not what you're doing, which is trying to make all of your argument based on origins or bust principles. Because he said, that, you know, what if any, if they ever figure out how life originated naturally, you're screwed, I paraphrase from Pasteur, but that was his basic point. He really warned uh, uh, believers of his period, where the French anti-evolutionists, by the way, were obsessive about origins issues and it's one of the reasons why the french scientists got kind of uh, um, irrelevant for an awful long time um i have no doubt whatsoever that you are absolutely sincere in your religious faith however your behavior is such that you do your god no honor by it my science sir i'm i'm certainly dedicated to my science which you can't do without the god of the bible Without the God of the Bible, you have no natural laws, you have no uniformity of nature, you have no ability to do science. Next. All right, the next one is The Roadrunner's Path. They said paleontologists just published a paper on the first dinosaur, Cloaca. So we found more dinosaur buttholes in the fossil record than humans <laughs> with dinosaurs. Quite true. <laughs> All right. The next one is from Stupid Whore Energy again. Um, say, how does Mr. Batman deal with Gettier challenges to the concept of oh. justified truth belief? Mm -hmm. Well, in order for you to have a Gettier challenge, again, a Gettier challenge is very interesting. It's basically uh, looking down into a field and say, oh, look, I think that's a sheep down there. But actually, it's just a pile of cotton. Well, how do you know? Either way, you have to have the law of identity, plus you have to have the law of non-contradiction, and you have to have the law of the excluded middle, because you have to be able to identify what it is you think you're seeing, and in order to be able to think, you have to have laws of chemistry so your brain will work. In order to have laws of chemistry, you have to have a law giver God. So even in the Gettier uh, problem, which is there's no problem whatsoever when you understand the fundamentals, and I really appreciate it, RJ, that you understand that I'm down here, because I'm down here at the foundational level. The Bible says if you destroy the foundation, that the building will collapse. And that's a what I did to your argument. Built on, a building built on rotten foundations shall not stand. All right. Next one is from Mr. Wilford. He says, 
LOL, even SFT thinks you lost. Cry harder. I don't know who that's Oh, not the standing for truth is an oracle in these matters of winning and losing. <laughs> All right, next one is from communist propagandist. He says, Batman, can you justify the Bible is the word of God? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, when you look at the very first word of Genesis, Bereshit, that gives you the Bereshit Passover prophecy. You have Beit, Resh, Aleph, Sheed, Yun, and Tav. This gives us the fact that the, the God of the Bible stepped out of creation. Beit is where we get the word Beit Lechem or Bethlehem. That's a tent. And then Resh is the picture of a head uh, with a crown on it. That's the sun. So the sun stepped out of creation, did a mighty deed on the Tav, which is a cross. So that's in the very first word of Genesis, not in the very first uh, verse. As a matter of fact, when you look at the very first verse of Genesis, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The word there, God, is Elohim. That's the Trinity God. That's, again, God the Father, God the Son, the God the Holy Spirit. But let's look at that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, that's time. God, the agent behind the creation, created the heavens, that's all space, and the earth, that's matter. All time, space, and matter created in the very first verse of the Bible. But it gets even better than that. Because once you get to the second verse where it says, and the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the surface of the deep. Well, wait a minute. Everything in the physical world has energy and spin to it. Guess what that is when that word hovering that word hovering is actually the Hebrew word for brooding. That's what hens do to their eggs when they lay them. So, and God gave everything spin because that's what hens do. They warm and spin the egg. They warm and spin the egg. So God gave everything energy and spin in verse two. So right there is science. This is why I love the Bible. Oh. And I, I thank you, uh, Mr. Batman. You illustrate beautifully the positively medievalist way of thinking of so many religious believers. Not all, but many. Uh, I will say from my perspective, the thing that made me a non-believer is that I could find that there were spots that were clear contradictions in the Bible and confusions and incompleteness mm. and wacky morality and all the rest. My favorite quote that I, I love here is William James, our brilliant uh, American philosopher, who said about 100 years ago, I don't know how belief in the divine authorship of the Bible can survive the reading of it. Well, the, what really gets me, sir, if you're going to think there's contradictions in the Bible, where does the law of non-contradiction come from? In order to have contradictions in, at all, you have to have the law of non-contradiction. So where does the law of non-contradiction come from? Why does it not change over time? And why is it going to be here tomorrow, unchangingly so? Like the, like the truths of mathematics, they are things over which gods have no control. Not even your god can make a root formula for a fifth-degree polynomial. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't ask you where they didn't come from. I asked you for a positive claim where they do come they, from. They are. They're not, they're not uh, yes, made. Yes, sir, they are. Nobody but makes that doesn't... one plus one equals two. Nobody Actually, makes sir, in order to know one that plus to be one true, is not three. It's in order just to know is. that statement to be true, you yourself even have to have a relationship with the God of the Bible. You know why? So you Because in order to know anything again. to be true, in order to have a justified true belief, in order to know something to be true, then you have to have a chain of evidence and it has to be true. And if you can say that one finger plus one more finger is always and only two fingers, then either one of two statements has to be true. Either you have to know all things, and I'm certain you don't, or you have to have a relationship with the one who does know all things, or something out there in the universe could prove you wrong. So that's the fact of the matter, sir. In order for you to even identify what one finger is, you have to have the law of identity. And just to say it is does not explain 
Next where it question, came from, what Carissa, it. please. Let me go ahead and phrase everything. Let me go ahead and phrase everything in a cause and effect relationship for you, sir, because maybe I'll dumb it down for you just a little bit. Oh, so I don't think you can ever dumb it down enough for exist? us. What causes the law? Of, <laughs> what causes the law of identity to, to exist? What causes it not to change over time? And what's going to cause it to be here tomorrow? That's the law of cause and effect, sir. That's another one of these pesky laws that don't change over time. Next. All right. Since we are a little pressed for time, we're going to go on to the next one from Mike Billers. He says. Cashier, ten dollars, please, Mr. Batman. How do you know it's ten dollars? You can't justify where that number came from. You can't know anything. I win. It's free. <laughs> okay. Knowledge again is a justified true belief. In order to know anything to be true, then you have to have reality. Truth is that which comports to reality. Reality is time, space, and matter. In order to have Reality, time, space, and matter, you have to have a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, all-powerful, all-knowing, loving, living, logical, lawgiver God, or you cannot know anything to be true, including what $10 is. All right. The next one. I'll have no comment on that. It's <laughs> Yeah, because you don't know anything to be true. The next one is from Ryazensky. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Batman calling your opponent's beliefs, beliefs religious disparagingly is an admission that you know religion and faith are bad reasons to believe anything. Actually, no. What I don't have is I don't have religion. I have truth. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. This is John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. He's actually quoting the Old Testament in Psalm 119, verse 160, where it says, the sum of, that would be all of it, the sum of your word is truth, and all of your righteous rulings endure forever. So in order to know anything at all, you cannot have religion. Religion is what man does when they make crap up as they go along. I don't have religion. I have the truth. Religion is what Mr. RJ has because he makes crap up as he goes along. Well, my crap is verifiable and yours is whatever we've just been seeing here. Next question. Actually, sir, my verifiable science is, again, what's, what makes it verifiable is the science. Yeah, you got In order to verify right. anything, you have to have the law next of identity, non-contradiction, and excluded middle. Next question. All right, next one is from Jonathan DePew. He says, which Bible is Mr. Batman talking about? The Protestant Good Bible? Question. Why? Well, actually, um, there's only one Bible. The Bible is the Hebrew Scriptures. Now, we have the Old Testament, which is the Torah, oh, actually called the Tanakh, the Torah, the Nevi'im, and the Ketuvim. That's the laws, the writings, and the prophets. And then we have the New Testament, which is basically commentary on the Old Testament. Again, we have the 66 books of the Bible that we have today. Now, this is, again, different versions. This one happens to be uh, the updated New American Standard. Uh, there's NIV, KJV, uh, ASV. There's all kinds of different versions of the one Bible. But whenever you see those versions, you want to be very careful because right behind the little V where it says version, you're going to see a, a little bitty C, which means copyright, which means somebody had to change something to make some money. So don't go to the version. Go to the original language. You noticed uh, earlier I quoted the original Hebrew, Paleo-Hebrew to be exact. All right. now, I'll just point out that you've got uh, Protestant, Catholic, Greek Orthodox, and Coptic Bibles uh, known, which vary as to what they regard as canonical scripture and vary in some degree even in terms of the actual content. And that's just the versions that have come down to us. We know from the historical record that there were a variety of early Christianities uh, that had competing versions of things. And had they been able to get the ear of the emperors to be able to decide what became <laughs> canonical, uh, things might have turned out very differently. Holy 
wars have been fought over the little fiddly bits about which one is the correct Bible or not. And I will just point out that most people on Earth don't believe in the way that uh, uh, Mr. Batman does and never have and probably never will. Actually, most people on Earth don't uh, uh, believe the way I do, sir, and I'm glad you noticed that. Because I believe everything in this Word of God. I'm what's called a Torah-observant Christian, which I really think is a quite redundant statement. I'm simply a Christian that does what Christ says do. If you love me, you will keep the commandments. That's what I do, sir. The commandments are the Torah, the Old Testament. I keep the Old Testament, sir. Oh, Next question. We do have a lot of questions. So we're going to have to go through through these a little faster. Um, yeah. Okay. Next. And feel free to triage which ones you think are the most uh, pithy. All right. Next one is from Net7. Aren't numerous shark species and alligators slash crocodiles modern day dinosaurs? So technically, aren't human um, living today with dinosaurs? No. Okay. My gosh, we got agreement. No, uh, <laughs> uh, chondrichthys fish, uh, they're not in the land vertebrate group. Uh, and uh, dinosaurs are very specific clade. Uh, archosaurs involving the crocodiles aren't. Crocodiles, by the way, though, have undergone a huge proliferation, particularly during the Mesozoic period when we had uh, fully marine forms and uh, mm. uh, the Ligosuchids that were the sprinting crocodiles, rapid uh, critters. The, the versions that we see are a pale remnant that have really popped along only in the last 10 or 20 million years. By the way, our crocodiles also have a much more sophisticated cardiovascular system, which uh, is, is kind of a degenerate form of a four-chamber heart mode that used to be the case in the ancestral crocodile form and has kind of been dispensed with as they get into kind of niche markets uh, in the groups that have uh, survived on. There's a huge technical literature on that, which I'm sure Mr. Batman has not paid any attention to and will never well, you know what really gets me is that you're appealing to all these systems in a four-chambered heart system, which actually is going to pump the blood through the veins and the arteries so this organism can stay alive. I, wish, I really wish you could tell me where those come from. Next. That wasn't the topic of our discussion today. Actually, it was. All right. Next one is from Spark 344 um, For RJ, please use this as an opportunity to explain why Batsy is factually wrong in the King of Projection uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I think everyone has been able to observe the way in which he uh, uh, deck stacks his argument. It's, it's a trope, by the way, uh, and it's not an, uh, that wide of a trope. Uh, amongst those who argue that they, uh, religionists who claim they don't have the religion, they have the truth. Uh, it's particularly conservative ones that tend to take on that uh, a pith. And, but it, the notion that, for example, evolution is a religion, that was pervasive in anti-evolution literature and especially in young earth creationist stuff. You find that it answers in Genesis and that all the time. Uh, I think it demeans the whole meaning of what it means to have a religious faith to argue that empirical scientific discussions about radiometric dating or rocks or, or uh, sauropod vertebrae, pluricells or all the other little things. And terribly sorry, Mr. Batman, if I use all those little technical terms about a subject that I know more than you do on uh but um oh, i have no problem with that sir yeah uh, you have no problems with anything anyway that uh, kind of sums up the matter the the, the, the the primary approach that mr batman takes is what i call origins or bust 
which is to ram everything back to the primal origin of things, even down to the laws of logic. And it's a way that, that creationists have historically avoided dealing with all the fiddly bit details. Whereas I want to see how the fiddly bit details get pointed out. So when I'm looking at the origin of Ceratopsians, I can see what the technical literature is. And then when I move over to creationism, way above Mr. Batman's pay grade at Answers in Genesis and ICR, it's just cartoon nothing. It explains absolutely nothing. So I can't forget enough to think that the creationist argument explains anything. Next question. So since you can't explain enough, can you explain to me what is what's called a pre-dinosaur or that first little dinosaur? That uh, all were you not listening? From? Were you not listening? You uh, uh, sometime take a time out to go back and watch the show again. And better sorry, yet, sorry, you've never read, that, go ahead, read the technical literature. Paul Serino has done huge amount of work on the early period of archosaurs in the Triassic and dinosaurs. There's yep, a large technical literature add, on that. I recommend, question, I recommend you get off your high creationist horse and read some of the effing why would i want to get down off the truth and come on to your sinking ship of a lie that's you worship the same god as the muslims do a lie not a oh, law but a piffle lie sticks i'll say mega <laughs> piffle sticks all right next, next, next question is from soldier of science batman if human systems need a god how did the complex system of god come about god is not a complex system god is the simplest of beings he is one the lord our god is one that's deuteronomy 6 verse 4. so god is the simplest of beings but he is the most powerful of beings he is the creator of all time space and matter that makes him timeless spaceless and immaterial he is eternally living he is the cause of us that are temporally living all right. If he was such an omnipotent being, we also observed that he was an absentee landlord who sat in absolute abject silence while millions have died over the years from inquisitions and holocausts. Oh. The weeping of tears is devastating. So whatever your God is, it's not a very hands-on one. Oh, really, sir? Why is it wrong for you to be a pedophile then? What? How dare you? I didn't How accuse you of anything, sir. You? I'm asking you where your morality comes How from, sir. You just made a moral you, claim. You, you just made a moral Next claim. Question, I, I didn't accuse you of anything, sir. Next I'm asking question, you where on. your morality comes from. Is it wrong for you to be a pedophile? Sir, you should be ashamed of yourself. Next question. Why, for asking you where morality comes because, from? Can no, you justify why Mr. it's wrong Trump for you to be cubed. a pedophile? All right. How, when when did you stop eating babies, Mr. Batman? Never started. The well, question is, sir, why is it wrong for you to be babies? a pedophile? Do you have any independent I have corroboration a, I have a, that you have, I have stopped eating babies? Morality, Can you get anybody calm to down, tell you calm down. how You're about you, to burst in fact, vein. not You're about been to burst a closet vein, baby eater all of your life? You're going to burst a vein in your brain and it'll drive no, you insane. No now, once again, sir, Next, I need to ask you a question. I'm will, asking you where your morality comes from. You actually brought up the moral question, sir. No, it's not. But you brought up morality just a moment ago. And I have a Worldview. reason why moral next statements question. are true. Since we have to kind of get going here. We're going to have to move on to the next Pish. one. OP says, Mr. Batman, what arguments <laughs> do conventional apologists use? How does this connect to creationism? 
Oh, well, there's three basic forms of uh, apologetics. There's evidentiary apologetics, presuppositional apologetics, and the one that I use is covenantal apologetics. Now, evidentiary apologetics is saying, hey, look at the eye. It's so complex, it couldn't have come about by itself. Uh, presuppositional apologetics, even atheists like Mr. RJ, he simply presupposes that there comes some kind of pre-dinosaur that he can appeal to, and that's why we have all dinosaurs. That's presuppositional apologetics. I have what's called covenantal apologetics because I have a covenant with the living God. This is Genesis 8, chap, uh, chapter 8, verse 22, Hebrews chapter 1. God promises us certain things like the uniformity of nature, the fact that all of the physical world will work under uniform law-like patterns. We call these uniform law-like patterns natural laws, like laws of gravity, magnetism, thermodynamics. We have laws. We actually have um, four fundamental cosmological constants that cannot be explained without an eternal, universal, and unchanging creator who put them there, and that's why they don't change over time. Oh, right. And every one of his covenantal arguments ultimately is a presupposition, but he doesn't like to think of that. Next question. All right. Next one is from Mike Billers. He says, can Mr. Batman please name or describe a few of the 50 kinds of dinosaurs without referencing the land before time? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I don't have them all committed to memories. This is not my main topic. Uh, but then you have like the T Rex or the Raptor types. You have like the sauropods. You have things of that nature when you can actually look at different kinds. We have a single dog kind of which all these different species of dogs come from, different types of, or kinds. No, dog, of dog can it. I'm sorry, the, sir. The, it was the, my the, turn to answer the question. Thank you very much. Okay, you can wait just I'll, a moment. I'll land the on fact of the matter is, is, again, uh, I don't know all the different types. No, can I name them? No, I sure can. But the fact of the matter is that we can identify them by looking at them and their attributes. Different kinds of animals have different attributes. Dogs are the cane, the canid kind. They have the same type of attributes. The feline kind has the same type of attributes. Humankind have the same type of attributes. So you can look at those attributes and move on from there. Now you may speak, Mr. RJ. Yeah. Uh, uh, the creationist baromenologists get tied up in knots on this. If you take the same principles that they use to embrace larger and larger groups, creationists need to cram a relatively small number of animals on the ark, so they're basically stuck with the traditional uh, creationist view of a kind as a family. The problem is they immediately snag up on the human species, which has to be a specially created species. So they have to set one set of rules for keeping us separate from Australopithecines, and then turn around and have a gigantic amount of speciation going on within a kind elsewhere. But since Mr. Batman doesn't know any of the taxa and Mr. Batman doesn't study any of the baromenology, um, you can look that up by reading uh, uh, The Rocks Were There. We go into all that problems in great detail in the book. Oh, Nice right. plug. Um, well, yeah, every bit. Next one is, uh, we only have two more here. Next one is from Mike Billers. He says, has Batman learned anything tonight regarding what evolution says about dinosaurs whether or not he thinks it is true no actually nothing has been changed everything that i've asked i've asked from a scientific standpoint again evolution doesn't work we have the second law of thermodynamics which destroys evolution mr rj thinks that everything can get bigger better stronger faster smarter over time we've never observed that everything that we observe in the physical world goes the opposite direction that we see everything going from a state of complexity from to from more complexity to least complexity from a state of minimum entropy to maximum entropy that's what we see it's also called thermal equilibrium 
Second law arguments are really pathetic, but I will say it is an intriguing thing to have Mr. Batman presuppose what the heck I have in my head when he makes every effort never to pay attention to what I'm actually saying out of my mouth about it. All right. Next one is from Jonathan Depew. He says, Mr. Batman, are you a Gentile? If so, why are you a Torah observant Christian? Paul would say Christ is nothing for you. Galatians 5.2. <laughs> Actually, Galatians. Um, when we're talking about the Torah, uh, Paul was a Torah observant Christian. He kept the Torah. Jesus is the fulfillment of the Torah, Matthew chapter 5 or 17. He actually says these very words, do not think. And this is where most Christians get it wrong. They say, oh, see, Jesus said, don't think, so I ain't going to think no more. No, don't do that. Jesus said, do not think that I have come to abolish the laws and the prophets, for I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. This is called a dichotomy. The word abolish cannot mean anything like the word fulfill. That word fulfill in the original Greek is pleureo. Pleureo means to fully make it known, fully live it out, fully preach it. Why? So we can do it. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep the commandments. In First uh, John chapter 3, or chapter 2, verse 3, it says, by this we have come to know him, if we keep the commandments. Those who say, I have come to know him, yet do not keep the commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in them. See, once again, knowledge and truth. You cannot have knowledge and truth without the Messiah. Um, it says, all the treasures, and this is in Colossians, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in the Yeshua HaMashiach, that's Jesus the Messiah alone. Right. Gee, I didn't know a couple thousand years of Christianity of them not getting circumcised was obeying the Torah. But next question. Um, yes. So this will be probably the last question because I know, RJ, you have to get going here. Um, uh, well, no, I, st I still have some time here. Okay. It's only 635. We can go another 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, next one is from Jim Maters. He says, if God is not a, a complex system, then how can he create systems that are incredibly complex? Doesn't complexity require a more complex creator? I think that's no. you, Batman. No, it sure doesn't. As a matter of fact, God is the simplest of forms. The Lord our God is one. Now, if I could explain exactly how God created, then I would have the Nobel Prize. And Mr. RJ would know a little bit of something as well. But the fact of the oh, matter sure. is, what we're talking about here is we're talking about what the Bible says. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. It says, the Lord our God is one. Now, that's the simplest of forms, but that one God reveals himself to us in three distinct and unique ways. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You see, you have to have a Trinitarian God. It can't just be a Unitarian God, or you cannot explain very important aspects of our physical world, such as communication or love. Communication and love are other-person-focused. Again, in order to explain why we have multiplicity of systems that communicate, such as in our brains, there are more communication connections than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. What explains the transmitter, receiver, and the agreed-upon language? Only a God who wants to communicate, who gives us that transmitter, receiver, and agreed-upon language. See, God the Father perfectly loves and communicates to God the Son. God the Son perfectly loves and communicates to God the Holy Spirit. See how that works? So without the Trinitarian God, you cannot explain love nor communication. Oh, right. I'll just point out that just as an historical matter, the notion that the Israeli God was a Trinitarian one will be news to the Hebrews. Uh, this is a retrofitting, but this is very typical of, of the way religionists deal with. The problem with 
when you're getting at that higher level of talking about magic spurgle entities and mythical entities and all the rest is that it's all just basically wheel spinning everybody's just relying on a very limited amount of textual material and then they riff off and they think they know way more detail than they do such as mr covenant over there mr batman next question actually when we're talking about the word elohim you have aleph lamet Hey, you. Yeah, you, re you repeated that already. Uh, next no, one. that was when I was talking about the Bereshit Passover prophecy. I'm talking about Elohim. Elohim gives us the Trinity right here. Aleph is the very first letter in the Hebrew language. That's a strong leader. Lamed is all authority. All authority is given to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Hey, yeah, we get is that. the picture this of a the, man with his hands raised question? to the heavens. Again, that is the Holy Spirit doing a yud, a mighty deed, separating the waters from the waters. So the very first time the word God is used in the Bible, it's talking about the trinity god give god, that the man Father, a god, the soapbox Son, and god the holy spirit all right next one actually is for you as well batman um zay hughes says what are the units used when you are measuring entropy it depends on what you're talking about. Are you talking about informational entropy? Are you talking about uh, thermal uh, uh, entropy? It just really depends on what Pick you're talking one. about. When we're talking about thermal entropy, uh, thermal equilibrium, then you're talk you can be talking about Celsius. You can talk be talking about Fahrenheit. But the fact of the matter is, we see huge no, that's not a unit. That's I'm just sorry. a thermometer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still talking. Thank you very much. Now, again, when we're talking about these different uh, types of entropy, especially when you're talking about thermal equilibrium. Thermal equilibrium, again, sh we see this all throughout the physical world, that there are huge temperature differences throughout everything in the physical world. This shows us that the universe could not have always been here. Something caused all time, space, and matter to begin. Because if it had been here an infinite time in the past, then there would be no temperature differences between things. That's called heat death. You might want to Google that term. Google's your friend. Oh, right. So, with yeah, I, I'll just intersect here that anyone who thought uh, that uh, B Batman answered that question about what unit is used for measuring those things, uh, do let us know. Next question. You know what? That is all that we have for tonight. Oh, okay. So, um, I thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules and coming on. We killed a couple hours. <laughs> We really appreciate both of you. So thank you. Anytime. I love doing this. And RJ, I would tell you what I always tell every non-believer. Repent or perish. Repent and believe the gospel. Read your Bible, sir, because it's true. Oh, what makes you think I haven't? Because mm. um, the evidence tells me that. Yeah, right. Yes, you and evidence are not the closest of friends, Mr. Batman. Well, um, definitely go and check out uh, our two speakers. Um, yeah, don't take any of our words for it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's what I tell everybody all the time. It. I don't want people to believe me. I want people to fact check me because you know what? I have evidence. I have Where a justified true for? belief. Well, definitely their links are in the description. So definitely go and check them out. Um, and uh, otherwise, have a wonderful night. Keep on separating the reasonable. Yeah, everybody stay safe on there. There's there's storm systems coming in. Huge uh, cold front is sweeping into my area, and it's going to be kicking all across the northern United States. So hunker down, folks. All right. With that, have a great one. God bless. Mm -hmm. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.